0: to witness the strength of flex talk
1: gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason built on the orders of a grieving widow sarah winchester's mind is as chaotic as the house itself we're worried about
0: her sanity dr price mrs winchester it's a pleasure to finally meet you do you believe
1: in ghosts dr price In the air, in the walls, it has found us.
0: All right, and we are back. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Flix Talk. This time we're talking about a creepy movie, a spooky movie, a based on a true story movie, a little movie I like to call Winchester. All right, so the synopsis for this film, in a nutshell, is it's about a California mansion. It's actually in San Jose, California, which is only like four or five hours up north from myself. And um, it's supposedly haunted by the victims that have been shot by the Winchester rifle. Now, it's a very, very popular rifle, and it kind of – it's what came after, I guess, the musket gun, which was like a single loader, right? You'd have you'd shoot it, and then you would have to kind of pack some – a bullet or pack some powder in there, gunpowder, and then fire off another round, right? Yeah, definitely like Patriot style. Yeah, so she's, uh, Miss Winchester is pretty much being haunted by the victims or pretty much just anyone that was shot with a Winchester rifle, which her late husband created. It's kind of like a, it's an easy, like not an automatic, they call it a repeater gun or repeater rifle so you can kind of like cock it back the bottom i don't know what it's called but you can cock it back and then have multiple rounds in there as opposed to the previous gun which was only a single shot so um yeah it's a a paranormal type movie and i don't really care for paranormal movies especially nowadays because you get a bunch of jump scares so
1: yeah and and that's what i was gonna bring up about this movie like there there were a couple jump scares here and there but
0: a couple uh, uh, yeah
1: yeah, a lot. Other than that, though, I thought the acting was solid from, um, from, uh, Dr. I think it's Dr. Eric Pope's character who's played by Jason Clark and he's been in several films, such as like Mudbound, uh, Planet of the Apes and several others. Um, yeah, and great. then Sarah Winchester who played the, uh, the main, um, lady that starts building her house over and over again. Yeah, Um, she was also in Queen and she also played the wife in Alfred Hitchcock, in the movie with Anthony Hopkins
0: yeah it's 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 Helen Mirren I mean she's a huge actress and um I don't think she was really rebuilding the house over and over again I she was adding on to the house is what it was yeah
1: yeah but I was saying I I, I totally forgot to bring up the fact there was there was an earthquake Mm -hmm. that that damaged the house yeah and after that she just kept rebuilding and rebuilding but I think that was after the film actually
0: Yeah. So in 1906, it talks about how there was a huge earthquake and there actually was one up north that destroyed a lot of, a lot of land. So, I mean, um, yeah, she's just, she has constantly, um, she constantly has these guys working 24 seven. So, I mean, in the middle of the night, these guys are still adding on to rooms. And, um, come to find out, I don't know if it's really a spoiler or not, but she recreates the rooms that these people were killed in. So it kind of gives these spirits like a, a sense of like home is what it was what I what I got from it and the, and that way the spirits won't turn on her I guess so they kind of created she kind of locked them in these rooms that look like the death rooms of where they you know where they died in
1: yeah and going back to that the death rooms kind of that that whole synapt- or premise reminded me of Thirteen Ghosts remember how they kept they kept right. every certain soul in different different rooms of the, the house
0: yeah i really like that movie too that's a, that's a, that's another one that a lot I of people kind of overlook I, I don't know
1: i love that movie that's a classic we need to do one on, we need to do one on on the on 13 ghosts that'd be good
0: that'd be a good though, throwback right there so in this film you have helen Mirren, you have sarah snook you have jason clark who you said dr eric price yeah uh, you have let me see And that's pretty much it as far as our main characters. It looks like the the cast is not that stacked in this film. You have those three that they kind of focus on. Uh, you do have a couple side characters, um, who play like her, her, um, like butler and servants and stuff like that, but not too much. It's more about, uh, Mrs. Winchester, who was Sarah Winchester and her, I believe she said it was her niece, Marion Marriott. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and she she also had, she also had a son in the movie. Uh, don't see him in here. Would you it, just call him red
1: Stepchild?
0: <laughs> yeah, his name was actually Henry Marriott. Uh, he was played by Finn. And so, so I wonder if this is his first movie because it doesn't show his picture in the IMDb.
1: It's got to be his first.
0: It must be. Right? His, oh, no, 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 no. Actually, he's in like in, been in like four or five movies. Okay, well, sorry about that. Oh. Sorry, Finn. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Finn.
1: <laughs> if you're but, out there listening.
0: <laughs> I, you know what? I... Um, now, thinking about it, that that I thought this movie was a whole gimmick. Like, it, it really had a good story to build off of, but with the jump scares, it really just like it, it pulled it me was out and overdone, it, made me, it made me upset. Right? It made me, it, I thought it was very overdone. I thought it was more overdone than some of the paranormal movies that are out now, like other intentional paranormal movies.
1: Yeah, it was almost hard to watch. And like, the, the acting was solid, though. Don't get me wrong. The yeah. acting, obviously, between um, Sarah Winchester and uh, Eric, Dr. Eric Pope. Yeah, um, but price, other, price, other than that, price, it didn't really price, bring much.
0: Price, price,
1: light. price. Eric, Eric Price, sorry, Eric Price, and it didn't really bring that much life to the movie, except for the CGI ghosts, you know. But th- it, I mean, the, the directors—I don't—they uh, they, they must have spent hours fucking recreating all these all these ha- parts of the house, you know.
0: Honestly, I don't think a lot of these ghosts were CGI. It looked pretty practical to me. I think the, oh. I think they just kind of fast-forwarded the footage a little bit, like sped it up, so they would pop out. It didn't look CGI to me. It looked like, like you just put these people in makeup is what it looked like. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Did I just yeah, blow no, your I, mind or I, what did I just, you, What happened?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I was reading up on it and they kept talking about CGI this, CGI that. Who, who was? A uh, couple couple people like Screen Rant and all the other articles I've read.
0: Oh, I, I'm, it I'm, I, my, I don't know. It might have been, dude. I'm, I'm just saying like from my eyes watching it on a big screen TV, to me it looked like a practical effect. Oh. I'm not telling you what they're saying is wrong. I'm just saying to me, it looked like a practical effect. So that's what I, that's what I thought it was. I mean, how hard is it to put someone in makeup and make them look like a ghost? Not really that hard.
1: You know, but I still, I still think, uh, you know, they could have done a better job like in terrifier. Oh my God. I'm still terrified from terrifier. Oh yeah. So (laughs) terrible.
0: But, um, I, I think, I think with the jump scares, they overdid it to a point where it, it did make you think, okay, now you know what to expect from the next couple of scenes because, You get a jump scare and then literally like 10 or 15 seconds later, you get another jump scare where the guy turns around and there's another another face or you can kind of, you can kind of call it. There's like a part where he's looking in the mirror at the beginning. He's looking in the mirror and it keeps going back and forth. The mirror, the side of the room, the mirror, the back of the room or whatever. And then you finally see a ghost face pop up and it's like, I knew that was going to happen. I kept telling myself like, Oh, plug my ears, cover my eyes. Like I know it's coming. I know it's coming, you know?
1: Right. It was, it was, it was too predictable. And, uh, going back to that though, there there was one scene, man, that, that really scared the shit out of me. It was, uh, when, uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't a jump scare. It was just when that little kid was like going on a rampage against, uh, Sarah. Remember when he was going after her with the Winchester?
0: Yeah. So without getting, oh, we just went into it, but okay. Um, without getting into too much spoilers, if you guys haven't seen the movie, um, the kid, the little, um, I guess it would be her, her grandson. Becomes, mm-hmm. uh, becomes possessed pretty much by some of these spirits and he kind of, kind of turns on Sarah Winchester. But it's, a, it's, it's, the whole movie is, is pretty much a conflict with her and the spirits. She's really trying to, she's not trying to get out of this situation because if she could have, she could have just left that house. You know what right. I'm saying? So I think she's, she's dealt with it. She says, Hey, you know what? This is our home and I'm not moving. So the best thing I could do next is, just try to tough it out and live with these ghosts and I guess the ghost would speak to her as well. so also there was this weird connection with the with Dr. Eric Price he had a death also that happened in his life that kind of connected all this Winchester stuff going on too so he was kind of like it wasn't coincidental that he that he was seeing Sarah Winchester he was like he was he she picked him for a specific reason.
1: You yeah, yeah it definitely he was destined to be there besides yeah. you know the obvious beginning of the movie where she wanted him like there there was more to it you know yeah and it, but other than that dude i really i really enjoyed the acting mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know i think I, I enjoyed the acting more than the scares like i said it was it was almost overkill with how how many different fucking jump scares there were you yeah. know
0: yeah, that's, that's the part that really kind of killed it for me. I, I cause I did do, enjoy the, um, the set design looked amazing. The acting was great. Uh, the people looked like from the early 1900s for sure to me. And, and I was like, that's kind of hard to do time pieces, especially, I mean, over, like, you know, over, over a century old. Um you got to kind of really get the good set design. You have to have the people that really look like they're from that time. Um the wardrobe, you have to have you have to pull off uh, certain accents if people talked a certain way back then, and I think they nailed it. I think they did nail it in that sense. And um but the jump scares were just kind of it, it took me out and that's what that's what made me drop my score a lot on this movie.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they definitely did a good job like recreating everything and as far as as far as the timepieces, that that had to be one of the hardest parts, like matching the costume design with that era, you know?
0: Now, do you know that – I know you're going to do some tidbits in a second because you already told me you had a lot for this film. But um, do you know if that was the actual house or if it was like a, a set design? Um,
1: I'm glad you brought that up because it was actually not entirely filmed at the house. They actually had to take actual measurements of the house. Wow. And recreate it because of the the nineteen oh uh, six uh, earthquake that devastated that house. Mm-hmm. And but, and there were there were some shots that were questionable because I don't know if you caught it, but you know when they're panning away from the house, it the house almost looks CGI'd in itself, didn't really? it? Didn't it almost look like CGI house? Well, effects? I know
0: well I know there's a couple like scenes where it looked like um, the background looked very green screen, but I don't know about the house itself.
1: I don't know, it just looked like that, but I couldn't find any articles talking about how. The house was cgi i just know that like other parts were were total cgi in there
0: yeah Hmm. yeah okay well yeah i mean that's that's, that that's that's all the likes and and dislikes i like you know about the movie and stuff like that but um i I, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give it a five out of ten honestly paranormal movies are not my cup of tea i don't care for them because i already know what to expect jump scares galore um, you know, I, I'm I'm always in the mood for a good slasher as opposed to a paranormal film, so I'm gonna have to give this one a five out of ten. Okay. Um, I did have one
1: other dislike. I don't know if you caught it, but there was one scene when, and I don't want to give too much away, but there was one scene in there that kind of almost 100% reminded me of um a different paranormal movie or supernatural movie in itself, and that was uh Insidious. It was almost like there was another little underworld. In one scene when you see all the ghosts around them and it kind of, it kind of gave me a, a hit towards, Hey, this is just like insidious a little bit.
0: Huh? No, I don't think, I don't, I don't, know, think, I, it I, I don't think it just think brought I
1: don't up know. insidious to me. I don't know why, but it did.
0: I mean, that might be like a common theme amongst like go. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if you're doing a ghost film, you're going to yeah. like interview uh, some ghost enthusiasts and they're going to fill you in on some insight of, of what usually happens during these paranormal encounters. You know what I'm saying? Even, even yeah. though I don't really believe in ghosts, I mean, it's a, uh, to me, it's a crock of shit. Until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. But, um, I'm sure a lot of these ghost stories, they share a lot of the same nature. And I'm sure they interviewed people or they have record of, of people that worked on the house or something. And they, uh, I'm sure there's people that corroborated her story. Or maybe there's not. I don't know. Or maybe they just completely fabricated it. But I know it said it's based on a true story. It's still considered one of the most haunted mansions in America, so I mean, I'm sure they developed that, all that story from something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And overall, my, my overall verdict, I guess I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna get a seventh. I'm not gonna be too too brutal with it, because I, I know I've, I've read a lot of harsh reviews about it, but I don't know, just for some reason I liked, I liked the acting and I liked some of the writing more. But at the same time, I, I would have gave it higher had it had been not jump scare after jump scare after jump scare and had more of a, I don't know, more of a creepier Uh, backstory or something like that
0: yeah i just think i just think it wasn't well executed i think you had an interesting story it just wasn't well executed at all and jump scares didn't need to be it it it, it seemed like a complete opposite spectrum in a timepiece like this like i mean it's so weird because the conjuring was able to do it but that wasn't that in the 70s i think
1: yeah maybe it was just maybe it was just harder to uh, i don't know think of a way to execute it i don't i don't know
0: yeah it's weird. I, it, I just didn't dig it. it just, that's, all, that's all that comes that's all that there is to. It. I just didn't dig it, you know, when it comes to me. And apparently, needed did IMDb, they gave it a 5.8 or something out of 10. So I mean, it was in the five spectrum.
1: Right. Did yeah. you enjoy the acting or you didn't like any No, the acting? acting
0: was great. That's what I'm saying. Like has nothing to do with the actors or anything. They just got a, I I just think it is a shitty movie. Yeah.
1: You
0: know what I mean? I I was I was falling asleep towards the beginning until like until all the paranormal stuff started happening, and then it started happening way too much, and then the jump scares started kicking in way too much, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to get through this movie because we've got to go <laughs> do this review, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so.
1: Um, some of my tidbits, I guess, Josh, Josh's tidbits section. Um, so I was at work, and uh, we, we were talking about this, – this truck driver, he just approached me, and we were talking and stuff, Yeah, and he, he, he just started talking about Winchester, and I was like, I was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, are you talking about the house, like the actual house? He's like, yeah, me and my wife went to that tour. And I was like, no way, no shit, because I just watched, I just watched the movie on Winchester. Hmm. And he was telling me, I guess you could pay like twenty dollars, um, and they guide you around for an hour. But hmm. prior to that, so I guess like it used to be more about history, but now it's more about money, is what he's saying. But he said that like it's really creepy, and I guess him and his wife were on the bench and they took a picture. They went to this weird gravesite site around there. And they saw like a ghost came out on her phone when they took a picture. So I don't know. It was it was just interesting that he he was talking about the same thing at the like same they, time. They, yeah.
0: they saw a ghost in the picture that they took? On,
1: on her phone, like her phone phone. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. And then another interesting thing, a little fact about Sarah Winchester was she was actually pretty smart. She was a farmer and she created her own irrigation system. And she was also... The only air, the only person in her area to have a telephone and a shower. So I guess she must have been pretty, pretty wealthy. Yeah, they then. they
0: did. I, now that I now that you mentioned it, uh, they did talk about a couple of her inventions. And I remember one of them was kind of like a, an, almost like an intercom system that she created using mm-hmm. um like wire um, not tubes, but kind of like pipe piping going through the house. Nice. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I remember when they uh, first showed uh Dr. Price's room, uh they showed also this little creation that she made and it was it was kind of cool. I like I said, had nothing to do with any of the actors or, or the acting or the writing itself. It was just not executed, man. Like I i, I would have much rather wanted to see this done in a different way. You know what I'm saying? So I guess yeah. in that way it's it's all fault to the director pretty much.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And and another uh another major goof in this movie that I mean you can you can look it up on the IMBD. That's where I found it. Um is that, I guess, the Winchester rifle wasn't actually invented till after the Civil War. And they kind of messed that up in the movie because they oh, were really? portraying it like it was already invented. Hmm. So, so I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Uh that is weird. They do mention it and that's... Okay. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, all, Josh- I'm, I'm looking at the director right now. It's um, it's the, the Spearig brothers. I believe that's how you spell it. Um, uh, they're from Germany. And they actually... Um, their track record is not that great. I mean, they did uh <laughs> they did direct uh Predestination uh with Ethan Hawke, which I actually really did like. Um okay. and they also directed uh, Daybreakers. You remember that one?
1: I don't think I saw that one.
0: That's the one about the vamp I think that might have Ethan Hawke as well. It's about the it's like a like a vampire uh society pretty much and I guess they're they they're feeding on humans and the human race is dying out so they're losing uh, they're losing their blood supply pretty much is what it is. Well, um, and more recently, uh, they directed Jigsaw. So they did
1: the newest Jigsaw. Look at that!
0: Yeah, look at that piece of shit.
1: That makes a lot more sense now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, now, now that I, I thought they did that, I mean, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, I'm not really surprised. Well,
1: well, Josh does have a little surprise though. What's that? For people at home listening. All right. Um, one of my one of my personal favorites. I don't know about you guys, and it's also I just found out about that today that Stephen King's actual favorite that still scares him to this day. Which I also commented on Instagram to a friend or to a uh, to one of my followers. Mm-hmm. They are making in the works same actor from this movie, Jason Clark. They are making a remake of Pet Cemetery. It will be released two thousand nineteen April Ooh. of two thousand nineteen. I'm so I'm so I'm so fucking excited.
0: That might yeah. be. That would be pretty good, man. I actually, I actually, that's pretty dope. They, they, yeah. they, they could, they could run that, man. They could re- definitely run that.
1: Oh yeah, and that's that's one movie that I think needs to be remade because not that it wasn't a great movie for that time and era, because you know it it, it was very successful. I think it was like a, I don't know, like an eleven million dollar budget, and the movie grossed fifty five million. Where the sequel failed, obviously, but. I mean, you know what's yeah,
0: so I, you know what's so weird. I I enjoy the sequel more than I like the original. Really, I I, I I absolutely love the sequel. I I think Edward Furlong fucking was a kid of the '90s man, so I could relate more to it. And I and, it. I and yeah. I and I enjoyed the the whole play on um. I it it was also weirdly executed, but how they brought the stepfather back and he was just very like zombie. Uh, maybe because I was just a huge zombie lover, you know what I mean? Like. I know it wasn't praised as well as the first one. I think the, I think the first one was well thought out and, and written better. I think the second one was to, to please the horror and gore fans. So you had a lot more practical effects and like, you know, the dad looks very like, uh, just gruesome. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot more kills in that one, even though they're off screen. Remember the kid, the kid getting his head. You know, uh, in in the motorcycle bike or whatever, wow.
1: yeah. yeah gruesome.
0: I think they actually showed that off screen. I like it. But it, see, stuff like that is just cool. It like sticks in your brain. Like that—that's like a, a movie I grew up on. You know?
1: Yeah, I can see, I can see that, that because it, in the first one, I think it's more. It was more. It was it was better executed because there were kills from the get go. Because remember when um, does, doesn't his mom die like in the first initial shot? Remember when they're filming? It might and be. Then, it's, like it's
0: been a while since I've yeah, seen
1: it. I think his mom gets like electrocuted or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And he watches that like he sees her die like right in front of and I thought that was pretty that was pretty gruesome to like start off a movie like that. But other than that, dude, I'm so stoked that they're actually making it like I'm excited and I hope they don't fuck it up like it because I hated it.
0: (laughs) It. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't digging it too much either. But yeah, without making this podcast too long, I think that's going to be it. I give it a five. You gave it a seven. You said?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you guys want to check more of our reviews out, guys, uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Talk flicks that's talk f l i x there you go and uh shoot us a dm if we if we uh if you have any comments about this film if you guys have seen winchester uh what do you guys think about it just uh just hit us up and talk like normal people do (laughs) nowadays and uh yeah till the next one this is david signing off
1: and this is josh saying keep on watching and we won't bite we promise